Well, this has been a, a question that uh, has arisen again and again. Uh, I've put, I've seen it put this way, and people answer it, of course, in a whole lot of different ways, without usually going to the Bible, by the way. But they uh, will say, well, if God is all good and He has all power, then why does He allow suffering? So either He's not all good and he loves to see people suffer, or if he's all good, he doesn't have all power, he's only got a certain amount of power. In other words, God is not the great transcendent, omnipotent God that Christianity proclaims him to be. Seems to be an awful dilemma. The reality is, of course, that it's a dilemma only because the people who frame the question have framed it in such a way as to supply their own answer. God is good, but God's goodness is not, let me emphasize this, God's goodness is not to be defined according to man's notions of goodness. God's goodness is a just and holy goodness. God's altogether a holy God. Isaiah the prophet speaks of him. He quotes the words of Jehovah himself, I am the high and lofty one who inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. Holy. Holy and just. Why is that left out of the equation when people ask this question? You see, as the question is framed, it presupposes that the sin of mankind should go unpunished. Now, understand what I'm saying. I am not saying that every sickness and every pain is the result of an immediately preceding sin. In other words, I'm not saying you're sick because of something you have just done or did a year ago or five years ago. But I am saying that all sickness and suffering and evil in the world is because mankind fell in Adam. Man is a sinner. Sin is a reality. Sin is an offense against a holy God. And as God told our first parents right at the very beginning, sin is a deadly force. In the day you do that, you'll die. And that death is a death that comprehends or includes all of the suffering and all of the pain and all the evil that this world has ever seen. So the real question is, and the biblical way of putting the question would be, has God done anything to deal with the root cause of all the suffering? And the answer, of course, is he has. He sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin. He sent him for sin. He sent him to deal with sin. And that's what he did in his life, death, and resurrection. Jesus Christ has dealt with sin. He saves sinners from their sin. 
He has even guaranteed the immortality and the sinless glorification of our bodies. That part of his work in its application to us, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 23, awaits the day of redemption, the day of his return, when the resurrection of the body will take place and the glorification of the body, body and soul united in one perfect sinless being, that will take place then. He has dealt with sin. We are in a suffering world because we are in a world that is scarred by sin. That's the real reason. It's not a question of pitting the goodness against the power of God. Let us keep in mind the holy justice of God and the wickedness of sin. If we only see the holiness of God and the sinfulness of sin, we will have no difficulty understanding why there's evil and suffering in the world. We will be amazed that God in grace has provided salvation for sinners. We will be amazed that he hasn't obliterated the whole lot of us, which is certainly what we deserve. Yet God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, as every believer can say, has quickened us together with Christ and saved us by his grace. That is the biblical way to look at what so many foolish people think is an insoluble problem.